What's going on? Welcome into another podcast. Ronnie Moore here with the Cast of Podcast. And I told you guys when I started this that we were going to do a lot of different topics, not just fishing related things, uh, but things I'm interested in life. And so we talked about my faith a little bit. We've talked about family and friends. We've talked about fishing, obviously. And one other thing that I'm really passionate about that I love is not only like fantasy sports, but I love the NBA overall. Like I love fantasy basketball leagues. I love fantasy football. Um, but I really love the sport of basketball. And I actually, when I was deciding what I wanted to do growing up, I was like, do I work in fishing or do I try to do something with the NBA? Like I wanted to do something statistics wise with professional basketball. And I just love numbers and I played basketball in high school. So I just love the sport of basketball. And, uh, it, it came to fruition that I could, you know, have a job in fishing much quicker and I didn't even have to pursue the basketball job. So, uh, but it, but it was up there as something that meant a lot to me. And so today I've got a special guest, the first, uh, or I guess it would be the second in, in-person guest I've had. And, uh, the first person from the Emmanuel Baptist Church youth group, Mr. Sam, Sam Conan. Hello. That, that's what you got. You just got hello. Yeah. Okay. Well, hi. Okay. I'm Sam. Uh, I'm a senior in high school. I'm going to be going to maybe Washita Baptist University next year um, to study film, but I also love basketball, grew up on basketball, played high school basketball, and now I play church league. Um, and just something Ronnie and I have really gotten to bond over is our love for basketball, playing basketball, and just going at each other. So that's one thing that that spurred on this topic of I was trying to sit here and think everybody's been like I want to be a guest on your podcast and I'm like well what do you want to talk about and people are like well let's just talk and I'm like about what so with you I knew we had topics because um, we are very similar people we are outspoken we like to have a good time we try to be leaders um for the people we're around and so we've bonded through the youth group and me working with the ninth grade boys and you uh being a senior we're we're in the high school groups together so i get to see you lead but also we do play basketball after church on wednesdays and then i signed up and i played men's league at the church this year and you were you were the the clock operator and, and the and the uh, the scorekeeper during that for portion of it. So you got to see me play. We obviously play together, and then um, we see each other at church. So I said, well, let's talk about the NBA. You invited me to a fantasy basketball league, which right now I think you're first in the division. I'm second in the division Am overall. I? I think you are. We'll check it. Check it right now. I will. In our fantasy basketball league, it's kind of a kind of a deal, think, you know. Yeah, it's in our division. It's me and then you. He's, but, he's sitting at 27 and 21, and I'm 25, 22, and 1. And so I'm right time, behind him. And the first time we played each other, we actually tied. <laughs> four to four, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm second, third best in the league. Third best overall, right but yes. Yeah, behind Noah and Landon. Yeah. It's actually a very competitive league. I I've, I got blew out one time and was kind of just saddened you, by it. Yeah, Did you play Noah? Yeah, I lost His team him. is loaded. His team is very good, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, so we're in a fantasy basketball. So this is a perfect episode to talk about our passions of basketball and to talk. I like to see who uh, other people like to watch, who their favorite players are, and it kind of just to see if it translates to the way they actually play basketball. Um, because some guys love, you know, the attackers because that's all they do is shoot the ball. Or um, if you like James Harden, you probably like shooting a lot of free throws because that's all he does to get to the free throw line. True. Now, uh, so we're gonna start it off, and I'm gonna ask your five. Favorite players 
currently. I'm going to say active, and then we also have lists for, for all time. So give me your, your top five, or at least give me two or three, and then we'll go back and forth. But I'm going to interject after each one because I want to see if I'm surprised or not. Yeah. I actually think you will be pretty surprised. Uh, well, maybe we'll pref- some of them. We'll preface this that Sam is a big Indiana Pacers fan uh, for some reason, and yes. we'll get into that the as first, well. The first time I went to a Pacers game, they played the Grizzlies, and we were in Memphis, and I didn't know they were good. I didn't know because the Pacers were the one seed at the time. But they got was beat. that like Jermaine O'Neal, like no, 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 Stephen is, Jackson, or this was, was this like, like Paul George? This himself? was like George Hill, Paul George. Nice. Uh, I got you. Roy Hibbert when Roy Hibbert yeah, was Hibbert playing was, well. Yeah, David West. Yeah, uh, and they got beat by like forty. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'm going to go for the underdog. I thought they were terrible, and I was like, they'll be good one day. And then they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals three years in a row. Got beat by LeBron every year. Uh, but the first one, and I actually, outside of basketball, I really don't like this guy because I'm totally against like sitting and like resting and stuff that's stupid but Kawhi Leonard uh just saw because he's not like you like his game yeah just because it's like we're different in that I'm very vocal and I talk a lot of trash when I play (laughs) um but he doesn't like he doesn't have a lot of moves like when you watch him it's not like he's like breaking down defenders and like blowing by him he just kind of like slowly takes it down dissects the defense does a little bit of everything uh, and I'm not necessarily like super quick or anything, and like, like I can shoot. But it's my, just like sneaky speed. It's not like end to end court, but like you can go by a guy without doing anything flashy. Yeah. It's just you get that first step. And it's like, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not a great defender, but he, he's an offensive threat that could drop forty on you any night. And he's a lefty. Yeah, and I'm a lefty too. <laughs> I forgot. So that, yeah, I didn't even mention yeah, that. Yeah, see, you're a lefty, and then that, that makes sense. So Kawhi, that's that's a good person to like. That's a that's a solid favorite. Uh, I will say he is not on my list of favorites. He's not like my number one, which is good. My number one is my next guy. Okay, but I like Kawhi a lot. Okay, uh, my second guy because you know this. My favorite shot is the step back, uh, <laughs> but. I'm a bad free throw shooter, so I couldn't pick James Harden. So I'm gonna go with Luka Doncic. Ooh, just because he is, he's quicker off the dribble than Kawhi. But I shoot a lot of deep step backs, and so does Luka. Uh, His game has really impressed me. Coming from uh, you, never know with the there was a, there's Euro been guys. like you know it's like the, historically the great Euro guys are like some of the greatest of all time. You got Manu, you got Dirk, you have guys like that. But then there was like a period where there was like five or six years where they were all misses. And you're yeah. like well, you're, when you're is Mario, you kind of you're Mario Hazonia era. Not that he's yeah, bad, I mean, but he's not a Bargnani, some of those guys lasted, but they didn't Darko, you know, they just didn't like I mean they're 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 role players. Yeah, and, and, if and you're they're unknown. Them, it's and hard if you're to picking see. them with your third or fourth pick in the draft, it's like really whenever Porzingis came into the league is when you started getting these guys, even like Later round picks like the Pacers picked uh, that Goga Bataz yep. Batazi guy who's like from Georgia, and it's like Georgia the country. <laughs> um, but it's like all these guys can ball, and they're like they've been doing it since they're sixteen or seventeen against good competition. So yeah. it's hard to judge like is the competition up to college basketball standards or is the league they play in the country they play for like playing against below average competition that's because the hard thing to it's dissect so, it's not like it's a it's an international it's not like a standard like the nba is like these are yes, the best guys know, in the yeah. world but when you go into like like i saw on bleacher report the other day like there's this kid who's like a top draft pick and he plays in like israel 
And you're yeah. like, is is that as good as the Euro League? Like Lamelo Ball, he plays in Australia. Are that is that talent going to translate to the NBA? Like stuff like that. Um, you could see how, like, I could see how a scout would miss on someone like that because they only scout the player. You almost have to scout the player and then scout the other players they play against to see if that scouting report's yep. even accurate. So. I like Luca. I've been surprised by Luca, but I'm really happy that he's uh, he's turning out like he is. I agree. So there's your there's your two. You've got Kawhi and Luca. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Next is Paul George, just because soft spot in my heart. I had to put a pacer on there, a former pacer. Um, he, I like his game up until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter because he <laughs> throws up bricks in the fourth quarter, and I've watched that happen way too many times. Just when he was on the Pacers and stuff. Uh, I remember the the first time I ever cried watching a sport was when he was winning the team yet team USA game oh, where no. he came down and like snapped his it was like ankle or something it it's very impressive that he's even playing right now and it was horrible and I I remember just like crying because I was like oh we're not gonna make the playoffs and then later that year Oladipo we got to the second. It was the last game of the year, and if we would have beat the Grizzlies, ironically, first ever team I watched play, we would have beat the Grizzlies, we would have won. We would have made it to the playoffs. Paul George came back, shot yeah, like— Yeah, that was where y'all were, like, right at 500. He and shot, it was, like, yeah. three for 20, and we yeah. lost. We got blown out. That's an important game. Huh. I like that pick. That's solid. I, yeah. I feel like he is a great all-around player, but— I think he's a very good all-around pr- player. He's just not great offensively or great defensively. He's just like I feel like he's a, a solid B across the board in everything, which means his overall his overall is higher than a B, but he doesn't excel at yes. one thing or the other, I think. I think he's like if you're looking at like the superstar, like he's like bo- borderline in between superstar and like that tier below. And my next guy is in that tier below, I think, but could be in the future. I don't I actually don't think that he'll ever wind up being like a amazing like all-time great but i think he's a really good player now uh donovan mitchell and this has nothing to do with like his game because like i mean obviously he's a great basketball player but like i love shoes and him making his shoes relative relatively cheap for people who can't afford like the expensive like new lebrons or whatever that's really cool and like you see him on social media all the time he's like out like hospitals like visiting kids with like cancer and he's giving out his shoes to fans and stuff, and it's just, like, he takes ownership for, like, the team, even though he's, like, what, 24? Yeah. 25 at the oldest. I think he was doing that in his, like, halfway through his rookie year. He was, like, thrust into you're the leader of the team role. Because I didn't even know – I, I don't even think I, I I maybe I maybe know where he went to school. I don't. Did he go to Louisville? No, he did. Okay, he, he did. Didn't. Okay, I was about to say. I for some reason thought he went to Louisville, but it's very yeah, even. I, I didn't even know that when he started coming up the ranks and was like all of a sudden hitting all star level. I'm like, where, where'd this guy come from? I feel like I would have saw plenty of stuff in college of him, but he just kind of peaked at the right time once he got to the NBA. He had his. He was the. The diamond, in, not even in the rough, but just diamond. Yeah, well, I think he was like draft. a late, late first round. He or was something. like fifteenth, fourteenth, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, just and, outside the lottery. Yeah. And then my last guy, just because I love to shoot, Steph Curry. That dude is stupid. I know he's hurt right now, but like, oh my gosh, when he comes out, he's my favorite player to watch, just because like he will pull the trigger at any time. And that's kind of how I am. Like, I'll just, like, regardless of the distance or, like, whether if you, I'm Yeah, I, and it doesn't take, like, Curry will start pulling after he makes three or four in a row. He'll pull from wherever. Sam, 
Sam will have a close miss from distance, and he's pulling every time now. Like, it's close. I'm going to shoot it now. It's, it's almost going I'm a in. volume scorer. <laughs> hey, I will say uh, I got my one of my most liked tweets in the history of Twitter uh, on a Steph Curry joke that I made because somebody was talking about James Harden was, was complaining. He's like, I don't think anyone's ever been double teamed at the top of the three-point line like I have you know, this no, year. No. And then they post, someone posted four screenshots of Steph Curry getting trapped at half court, and someone commented and was like, that's just a half-court trap. That's not a double team because of the three. And, nah, and, then, he's in, and I said – Half court is Steph Curry's range when he's cooking. Like that is that he is pulling up in the logo. There's yep. no way that the you greatest, ha- you have to double team him. The there. greatest game I've ever watched is that, and the game that made me love Curry was that was that Thunder game where he hit the he hit the bucket from like the the far corner or like far like volleyball line shot to send it to overtime, and then he hit the game winner from like all like right across half court. I was like, that's the he's he the has hit some absurd shots. So I, I like that five. What did you have? A, you had a mix of uh, you had a mix. Of, I think you had like three guards and two forwards to uh, classify it, but no one bigger than a guard, small forward. Two guards, three forwards, and I would say, yeah. yeah. And I would even go as far as to consider Kawhi like the four of the. Yeah, he could be a three. Because when you put in because he can guard a four. That's and when you thing. put in that death lineup of Lou, Will, yeah. Trezel, you got. Yeah. I mean, he plays the four there. And um, that's an interesting. My, we only have one that loops. Uh, one that loop. One that loops over uh, and overlaps in our. That's the word I'm looking for. Overlaps. That's yes. the word. We only have one that overlaps in our favorite five. So I'm gonna go through mine real quick. Obviously, we talked about Sam being an Indiana Pacers fan. I'm a Denver Nuggets fan, and I have been since they traded Carmelo. Not a big Carmelo guy. I'm actually kind of happy to see him like scoring some and like yeah. having like a solid comeback, shooting 50. percent That's the thing I'm impressed about. But yeah, he's, he's not shooting 50. percent Yeah, and so uh, I'm happy that he's doing that. But I'm a big Denver Nuggets fan because they traded Carmelo for a bunch of younger uh, just Wilson assets. Chandler yeah, trade? Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, like. And then like two picks, and so I was like, okay, this is like a young, up and coming team. Into Jokic, yeah, it was like a second, I believe, or was he a second first? rounder? Yeah, second rounder. I'm pretty sure he's second round draft pick. Well, that's a perfect segue because I'm a Denver Nuggets fan. My favorite player in the NBA right now, or at least in the top five, I don't, I didn't lay these out as one through five. I just laid the, all five out. Is is Nikola Jokic? I'm, I'm gonna look up when he was drafted. I think that Jokic's skill is. I'm not going to act like we haven't seen it before because Dirk does it, but he plays more in the post. He is more of a post player than Dirk was. He gets the rebounds and whatnot, but he is probably the best passing big oh, man the, oh, the- by far that we've seen. Like He is he is literally – Ben Simmons is a small forward or power forward put in a point guard spot. Luka could be a small forward put in a point guard you spot. Could probably you could put Jokic at the point guard spot. And, like, he's, he's just – he's so – like – I don't know. He's just not even fast. He's not even in shape. He's just like he's he similar just to glide. He's similar to Kawhi, not yeah. in their athleticism, but then, but that offensively, he doesn't have. A, I mean, like yes, he has like a hook and like he's got great sure. moves, but he doesn't have like that patented like Lucas step back, Curry like the pullback shot. Like he just he just dimes. And and he was the one of the most underrated like finalists for an NBA final or for an NBA MVP like ever last year were like Harden and Giannis going back and forth and it was like third Jokic like second best team in the league no one know? talks about and, it and and so no one talks about Denver that much but uh 
they're for real. They're young, so people will think they're pretenders because they don't always play great every night, like in the playoffs against Portland. I mean, we could last year they had like death row. Even if San Antonio's terrible, they were the seventh seed last year. You play them in the first round, that's like the toughest out ever is playing Greg Popovich in the first round. So that was tough for them to get through that matchup. And then they made it against Portland, and Portland was just going off at that time. And well, they just picked the wrong time to, to miss some shots. And when it went to overtime, it was just we were out of gas because we were such Oh, yeah, a, that was that game where – Two game sevens in like, a row. Yeah. yeah well, Murray missed like 16 floaters. You know, our point yeah, guard loves to that. shoot floaters, and they just – none of them made it. So that was a tough out. Um, a player that I've loved, even though so many people love to hate him, is Russell Westbrook. I love Russell Westbrook's I game. I love his game because – I'm nowhere near as skilled as him, but I will bring the intensity. Yeah. And, like, I love how fast he gets up and down the court. I love how fast he pushes it. And then when, when he gets annoyed and he gets, like – He gets pissed. If he gets pissed off, when he gets up in your grill on defense, it's it's the – I'm like, yes, slap the floor and let's play some defense. When Even though he's he's been seen as a liability, sometimes he'll take some possessions off, but – Probably if you compared the amount of possessions he's bringing the intensity on offense and defense, yeah. it's overwhelmingly more than anyone else in the league because he brings it. And I just – like I wouldn't want him to get up in my grill on defense even if I was an NBA player he's because so he just – like he was just going to – I'm just going to pick your pocket, run down, you, and then yam it on you. I bet your other guys are like hustle guys too. Like I bet I – bet, I just love – yeah, I, I love I bet you the, a big man, it's like uh, – like Drummond or Harrell. Like what's the guy from Clippers? Montrez Harrell. Yeah, yeah. He's from he's from Louisville as well. Speaking of another Cardinal. So I think they played together actually. Him and Mitchell. Yeah, probably so. That's probably why he was a little overshadowed because Harrell was Harrell was actually doing a lot more jump shots and wasn't a post player as much in, in college. And then now he's just like that's where he needs to be. But so Westbrook is uh Westbrook's my one of my favorites i just love the way he plays the game even though he might not be as efficient sometimes i guarantee you the the empty possessions he has on offense he makes up for them for making plays that no one else in the league can make most of the time um and he'll get a rebound or he'll go do that um gotta go with lebron for number three or he's third on the list but he's not in that specific order i can't believe he's getting better in year 17 like oh my gosh so year 17 lebron's playing so amazing and uh the way he takes care of his body and cares about the sport of basketball when he doesn't need to he's got all the endorsements he's still better than 90 percent of the league even if he like relaxed he's definitely a top like 10 player Oh, he's still a top five, and we'll go through that a little bit later. So, like, I just he's he's up there as one of my favorites. Just the way, like, he he carried. Like, I love when they list off like the finals teams that he took Cleveland. Like, like Larry Hughes, I know him because he was a good three point shooter. But like Damon Jones, Booby Gibson, Zydrunas Ogalskis, Drew Good, and I'm like, how did these guys make the finals? And it's just like LeBron. And what's crazy is when he's left teams. They've gotten the number one pick next year. Like they went into they went to the finals and came up short of winning, and he leaves, and then they're the worst team in the league. That is like you want to talk about I'll say this too, most like, important player to your team. If he doesn't win, he should win MVP every year. But he's the most important player. He might not be the most valuable points wise or stats wise, but most important to his team. No doubt, he's been that for like a this, decade. Like, other than the when he left the Heat, but that was solely because D Wade stayed behind. 
Yeah, D Wade was by himself, and then I think D Wade got hurt that next year, well, and that's left. why they went. went they went. The yeah, the and that's why they dropped down to a non-playoff team after that. But, yeah, but they, so there's they hung around the ten C or something. Yeah, there's my my three, uh, four Luca. You mentioned yeah. it. I just like the way I am so impressed at like. Also, I thought he was like a quiet kid. He's like he got jogs. some. He's got some swagger to him, and uh, I like to just see how he leads a team like the Mavericks that was not supposed to be anything this year, and they're they're doing very well. And you mentioned it. I don't know if it's because you peaked or not, but my actual fifth favorite player in the NBA right now is Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, I freaking Look. love the way he bangs down low yeah, and is literally like he doesn't. No one runs plays for him. Nope. But he he'll go and just he'll go and just get it. And he's one of those guys that'll get like four points, Eight seventeen boards. rebounds, yeah. three blocks, and he'll just he's the one like he's a grit and grind guy. If I see Montrez Harrell on a Sports Center top ten highlight, there's probably been six misses on that possession, and he's gotten all the rebounds, and then he finally just puts it back over someone, just like I'm gonna finish this possession, dunk it on your face. I'm gonna say this too, like you gotta think about like how many he's averaging like 16 points a game or something i mean i don't quote him, but it's something like that 16 15 points a game but he's he's on the bench unit with the yeah, greatest six man of all time yeah exactly and so it's like in a, in a world that does not benefit big men big now man, yeah yeah you got to be able to shoot not that he can't shoot he's like a perfect size he's like six nine but but aggressive and physical like a seven footer he's everything draymond green wants to be yeah if draymond was a little taller and less wide he would yeah. <laughs> he totally he would totally not be. slow he no 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 yeah so he's a, he's a perfect when they do that death lineup for him to be the the only big he's yeah. totally fine with that so i want to go to uh i'm going to switch up the questions and there's like uh i put in there i don't know if you did this or not but like players that you're gaining love for oh yeah i have them I, I picked two players that I'm gaining love for, and I'd like to hear yours as well. But I'll I'll go ahead and go with mine. Okay. Bradley Beal and Andre Drummond. So you mentioned Drummond. I did say Drummond. That's crazy. I, I'm gaining love for Drummond. I think I think Drummond's been great. To be honest, other than Kimba, he's been like the best UConn player in the last decade. Yeah. Because UConn's such a powerhouse in basketball, or has been over the over the, over the years. But lately, I mean – not many people have came from UConn. So for Drummond to be putting up 17, 17, 20, and yeah. like two blocks, like he's, I think he's averaging 17.2, 16.8, and two blocks, like that's impressive. And he's getting an outside shot a little bit. Just, he but he doesn't, he doesn't need to go do that. He just stay down low. But yeah. anybody who's almost averaging as many rebounds as points and both of them being double digit is, uh, is impressive in my book. So for Drummond to be excelling in a league that, is not benefiting big men. I think that's awesome. And then Bradley Beal, with John Wall going down and Washington being bad, he's uh, he's really taking a lot of those young players, and he's you know they're not they're not doing super terrible this year. Yeah. And uh, and he's just funny like that. You know everybody knows. Oh, the, the meme where he like is walking there, like, out of the tunnel, and then yeah. they're like. <laughs> Bradley Bill, you suck, and he's just like me. Come on, man! Like, what? And he walks come on. Into the he just does. The, he just does the pose, and so I love that. But those two guys, I think that they're coming into their own. For Bradley Bill, averaging twenty nine points per game, and he's like the sixth highest score in the league. That's just like twenty nine points used to be like lead the league in scoring by yeah. three points, and now it's like you're. Well, fifth. But you got guys like James Harden. Yeah, exactly. Just thirty eight points a game. Yeah, which is which is kind of dumb, yeah. but um. So we'll go through uh, your two that you're gaining love for, or however many you put. These are both guys that I've, I loved to hate before, like, this year. 
And one, my dad's a huge Celtics fan, grew up on the Celtics, and I hate, I just, I didn't, I don't like, I didn't like Jason Tatum that much. <laughs> I, I guess my, my reasoning for not liking him is just like, he shoots a lot of bad shots, <laughs> and I feel like whenever I don't watch him, he sucks. Like, and I know he got, goes off, but like, whenever I watch him, he's like. He's like, how does this guy fit in the offense? Well, no, but no, but whenever I watch him, he goes off. It's like him and Marcus Smart. I watch that. I watch it, and it's like, like if I if they have a game tonight, they they won't score but ten points apiece. But I'll turn on the game, and he'll hit like three threes in a row. Like I watch that Clippers game, and you're like looking at the box score later, like he's gonna have twenty seven. It's like twelve. You're like, yeah. What the heck? Well, no, but it's like he just goes off. Whenever I'm watching him, at least. Um, and then another guy, we talked about him a little bit earlier, Carmelo. I hate Carmelo, <laughs> but I'm moving out of the hate into like. Okay, I'm a little bit skeptical. He might be able to do something, but he just he's not as he's not volume anymore. He's not shooting as many stupid shots. And he's maybe he'll get back to being complacent. Much respect. Much respect. Maybe he'll get back to being complacent, you know, kind of just trying to get his eventually. But right now I think he was he's just fighting for that spot. Well, I think that that's one thing that is going to let him sustain it all year is the fact that he was maybe disrespected last year by not being signed. But I can understand, you know, it's it's not to the level of like Colin Kaepernick, but like when people get a bad taste in their mouth about mouth about the way you play or what you do, it's like you don't have to be blackballed. They just don't want you like affecting their locker room yep. or like, and and it's not even his game that is scaring people. It's his press I conference. Be, I want to be the man. When well, and it's like, hey Carmelo, are you willing to come off the bench? Who me? Like. Oh, yeah, if you can't, if you can't humble humble yourself enough to like occasionally come off the bench, I get it. Like I want to be a starter, but like I'm just going to be whatever the team needs me to be. When you don't act that way, it's kind of hard. Like, and some guys are like, "Well, I don't want to dedicate like a starting spot to you," you know. And so I'm glad to see him hungry, and I'm glad to see him playing better, and uh, probably to the level that he thought he could the whole time. But instead of 30 shots, he's taking 15, and he's making eight of them. And yeah. I, I, I like that. I think that that's where he fits because you have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum who are better than him right now, and yeah. they, they, they can do he's the volume. He's allowing himself to be a number four guy. Yes, and, you can, guy. and when you take that corner jumper or you take that wing jumper, when you have two drivers and attackers like uh, McCollum and Lillard, those are going to go in a lot more yep. rather than you being the centerpiece and everyone's looking at you, yep. when, you when you go to pull up. So – him being the third option might be the best thing for him. But if he starts fighting Hassan Whiteside for more rebounds, he might get knocked out before the end that of the year. That was like. crazy. <laughs> so I want to go through your all-time favorite players because we went through our top five, um, and my all-time is different. And uh, I've got some unique people on there. We have one, I'll go with mine first. So all-time – well, I'm actually going to – okay, I'm going to pause this. Instead of doing all-time, you were talking about guys you hate – but yeah. you're like enjoying to watch more or uh-huh. you're liking more. I'm just going to go with guys that I can't stand and I'll admit that I was wrong about them, but I could still be right about them. Yeah. And that's Trey Young and Ben Simmons. I do not I like, like either of them. I don't like either one of their games. Even though I like Steph Curry some, I just don't think, I don't know. Trey comes from the generation of having that swag without doing anything for yeah. it yet. He like, came out of college. Like, I did not, and it's also college reputation. He shot terrible at Oklahoma. He just shot 36 shots a game, so that's why he led the country in scoring. Yep. Of course, because you're going to you're going to shoot that many times. You're going to make them. It's college. But he was shooting like 
15 for 36. And I'm like, that is not, no, don't, that's not good. against college competition. Well, you need to be shooting nobody, higher. There's no one in it. There's no one in Atlanta. Right now. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There Guard are, wise. Yeah. There are guys in Atlanta who can ball. Yeah. But there are off ball players. Yeah. There are no, yeah. There are no other. If you put him on a team with another score, he would devastate the team. Yeah, they, if you yeah. if you put him on a squad with like a small forward who could ball, like even like a mid tier guy, like if you gave him like Chris Middleton, I think he'd get worse because you you want to get yours. Yeah, but Chris Middleton, like that kind of guy, he needs shots too. And I think Trey Young. This could this is why I say I could be right or I could be wrong about them is that Trey Young's doing very well right now, and I'm impressed with him at times. You just but, don't enjoy. But I also yeah I don't enjoy watching it. But I'm also like man, he is like a, actually a pretty good passer. So if he like gets his now and gets paired with a better player later. Like John Collins is really good, but he's a big man, so he doesn't need the he is not controlling the ball. If he gets with another player that wants to dribble and go guy go ISO, Trey Young might respond positively to that if he gets his right now. But if he but he could also go the other way where he's getting his right now and, and he comes like, oh, to do his own. Mine. Yes, and he could turn into Carmelo. So yeah. uh, that's one guy. And then Ben Simmons, I'm like, dude, be responsible. Like, get a jumper. Yep. Like get a jumper. Like well, this is what you do for a living. Like you gotta go. You gotta go figure out how to get a jumper. My thing is like, it's not like, it's not like it's like a thing that's impossible. Like no, you it's can not. Teach anyone to shoot. We shoot crucified like. LeBron for not making threes early in his career, and he's gotten better at that. And his percentage is good. And yep. he's make he makes them. And he's he is a good shooter. Well, I'll say this too: is that when Kobe was like, we need to take this summer. It was like the week after they got beat in the in the like Eastern Conference like semifinals or finals. It's like two years ago, and or is that the last year or two years ago? And Kobe was like, "I'll work with you." And Kobe is a great; sh- he was a great shooter in his career, and just got buckets. Great yeah. all-time legend. Distance-wise, he might not have been efficient, but he might be too much volume at times in his career. But he definitely he could yes. shoot it from anywhere. Yes, and he was like, "No, nah, I don't really need your help." And, you're like, and I was like, okay. "That's why you don't have any rings." Like. And I know you're young, but yeah. you got to think you got a beat on there. You have Horford. It's the you same. Have Tobias yeah. Harris. You have Jay. You had JJ Redick last year. You had. I mean, you were loaded, and you couldn't beat. Uh, who they get beat by the Raptor? Well, like, you couldn't beat the Raptors. He quiet hit that tough shot. Yeah, yes. they had the lead on them, and then they let the Raptors come back and win, and then take it to Toronto, and then Toronto beat them. But like, yeah, I just, I just feel like that team is immature right now, and they need to get better, yeah. and they need to get more matured. And I think it starts with Embiid. He's the most vocal of them. Like Ben Simmons, I've never heard him speak. Like he doesn't say anything. Like I only see his tweets. So like Embiid's the vocal, and and Ben needs to be watch me, watch me work, and watch me get better. Yep. So all time, I'm gonna go uh, with my five real quick. Kobe, we talked about him. I've got his jersey right here. I love Kobe. I thought uh, he's one that made me fall in love with basketball, watching the way he played. And some of those amazing moments of, like, game winners when he pulls his jersey and shows his heart and, like, he does those crazy, like, step back fadeaways in the baseline stuff. I'm just like – this dude is ridiculous. He he's a flowy player too. Yes, he's not clunky. Even when he shoots his faders, it's like it's like a one motion thing. It's like it's I've, so I don't know beautiful. how many times I did that in the backyard on my basketball goal. Like, put your shoulder to the right side and then put your shoulder to the left and, and, and fade, fade away. Yeah. But putting that pressure on your right shoulder so the defender thinks you're spinning inwards, but instead you're spinning baseline for the fadeaway. That's that. Him and Dirk have two of the best fadeaway jumpers. Ever like it's you can rem- if if you just did an outline of a player you're like Kobe uh, Dirk those two so Kobe LeBron I mentioned him for all the reasons why 
And then these three are interesting. I love Pistol Pete oh, yeah. and Chris that. Paul. So Pistol Pete and Chris Paul I'm putting in the same category because they are just so awesome at dribble driving, dishing it out. Their, their point guard moves like when I was shorter trying to play basketball and I needed to be a point guard or shooting guard, I was like, I'm That's going to – I've got to watch all of – Pistol Pete's videos and listen to John Wooden and watch Pistol Pete and like do these different things. And I got to see Chris Paul. He went to my rival high school in North Carolina. So I got to see Chris Paul as a kid. And then I got to see Chris Paul in college because he went down the street to Wake Forest and then going to the NBA and whatnot. Yeah. And I just like Chris Paul is one of like, I could see him being the guy who gets 20 points, 20 assists, zero turnovers. Like when he was in his time, like there's no yeah. point guard better than him at that time. Now he's, he's, he might taint his legacy at the end, but top three point guard of all time in my opinion and i don't know if we count like magic johnson like he's he's a hybrid even though back then he's classified as a point guard he's a hybrid true point guard like john stockton pistol pete jason kidd steve nash chris paul like those are like you know like those have got to be the five who couldn't play anywhere yeah that's their that's their position Uh um so i love him those two guys chris paul pistol pete um plus plus i have to say pistol pete repping for the boys back in the day like pistol pete short shorts yeah balling drills like doing stuff with his hand behind his back making people look silly i just love that and my last guy is literally who i am as a player like all together like well-rounded i'm not saying i'm well-rounded but i try to be yes, good at everything like, i know i'm i know what i am on offense i know what i can be on defense i know what i am as like vo- vocally or whatever uh-huh. sean marion the matrix people might not yeah. remember him as much he was just as important to those Phoenix Suns teams that were so fun to watch, so electric, with Steve Nash, Joe Johnson, Raja Bell, yep. Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Boris Diaw, like Leandro Barbosa. Like, how did they not win the NBA championship? The answer is Kobe Bryant, the Lakers. Like, yep. they had to run into them all the time. But I love Sean Marion. I've actually got his jersey. Like, I just love the way he played. He shot it funny, but man, yeah. he could guard every position on the court. He could dribble up the court. He could shoot threes. He would he's rebound awesome. very well. Yeah. He's the guy, like, if I had to bet someone was going to get like eight, eight, and eight and like be absorbed into he's the like statue, no one, no one would know. Yeah. No one would know he was there. But if you watch the game, you'd be like, he is everywhere. Yeah. Sean Marion. So I love I love that one. He is probably if I had to pick, it's him and Kobe all time. Really? I love Sean Marion that much. That's so interesting. I actually wrote a letter in in school. We had to pick a, a sports team to write to, and I wrote to Sean Marion and the Phoenix Suns and I mailed it to their organization. It, we were asking like around I guess Christmas time like, "Hey, do you have anything you could send us? We're doing this for a project." And uh-huh. it, they sent me like pencils, like little banner, like little flags or yeah. whatever, the Suns and then like some other little trinkets that the, you know just from their <laughs> gift shop that yeah. they just grabbed but i'm like this is cool the phoenix suns sent me stuff back and so i love they're they're my original favorite team before the nuggets uh, became that makes sense. because they have they have a similar style no super super great player except steve nash when he won the mvp but no super super great player but a lot of really really yeah. good players my all-time is they all have like a reason and one of them is like totally just like outlandish but first off Michael Jordan, the GOAT, he's so good. And, like, watching his highlights growing up, like, he had the perfect amount of, like, swagger. And he jawed, but he locked up. He backed up the talk. Uh, all the, like, funny story, like, the, like him, like, he had the flu, drops, like, 50. Uh, the Bulls, just that whole Bulls, like, legacy is awesome. 
I just I just don't like MJ, man. Really? I just don't like MJ. I don't know. Somebody posted the other day, and they're like, every time you talk about the MJ LeBron debate, and they're like, yeah, but they played real defense in the nineties. You couldn't LeBron couldn't score on these guys. No, and stupid. they literally show like highlights of like the plumber down the street and the electrician who's playing small forward getting blown by by guys, and I'm like. Are you kidding me? Like I they would totally trans. The, half of the players in the league now would totally translate oh, yeah, to no, back no, in the nineties. I I think that I just like him because of like. Oh no doubt! Icon. I just wanted to interject why I didn't like yeah, him, even no, though that's not what that the segment makes a lot about. of sense. It's more of like an error. I just thing. thought it was like I just think we would look at him through rose colored lenses, and because we see LeBron every day, we like judge him so hard, and you're like. I wonder if there was like a, an, an ESPN first take uh-huh. when, when MJ was playing, how, how much they would rip him apart for shooting too much and not passing to, to Kerr or to, uh, I guess it would be Kerr in the yeah, corner. Kerr. Yeah, Kerr and then Paxton in the corner. And like he had some of the best. Kukoc. Like literally, Kukoc was so good. Pippen was so good. They, they were literally top five or six players at their positions all on the same team. But because MJ was so good, it, it made they made him look like they weren't. 10, yeah, they're something. like they're like oh, oh they're not he, good. And it's like left, you got like, literally like Ray. He he's Ray Allen. When he left, Kukoch was going off. Yeah, and you're like like Kerr and Paxton in their Same eras were literally like Ray Allen of the team. Like they're going to be the corner jumper, like knock one down for you. Okay, thank that's you. a beautiful segue because my next guy is Ray Allen. Nice. I'm not even kidding. Nice because Jesus Shuttlesworth. The first time I ever watched or listened to like a full basketball game it was at Siloam Springs summer camp Uh my fourth grade year and it was the year where they played where LeBron and the Heat were playing the Spurs and the somebody got that O board kicked it out to Ray Allen in the corner fadeaway bucket one of the game (laughs) they ended up winning and over or they ended up winning game seven and I didn't even see it I didn't even see the play until years later, but I remember sitting in my bunk listening to a guy named Patrick who lives in New York now, and he was like, Ray Allen, it's the three! <laughs> and we didn't know who to go for, so we all just started screaming. Yeah, you just like good and basketball. Like a great memory, right? Um, my next guy, Mr. Fundamentals, Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah. Just raw post player. He was a guy, when I played at PA, I got a Pulaski Academy. Uh, I'm a guard. But I I was stuck playing post, and I wasn't, like, crazy strong or anything. And so I went to Tim Duncan as, like, my inspiration for my post play because he has a little bit of a turnaround game. He can shoot the mid-range. He can shoot the three. His best, he's the best bank shooter in the history. Yep. Like, they made the, they made the backboard for him. Yep. <laughs> and my dad my dad is a huge fundamentals guy. I played in high school and college, and he that's who I grow, grew up, like, practicing like. Like, the way Tim Duncan played was the way I was always designed to play, uh, which is funny that I don't like playing post now. Yeah. It's uh, just it's just amazing how dominant he was for being, like, as passive as he seemed. Yes. Like, he's so chill. Like, I wonder passive. if he said – I bet you, like, Russell Westbrook has spoken more words on the basketball court in his first 50 games than Tim Duncan did in his whole career. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, just quiet, leader, follow me, I will show you the way, and – they they originally had the big three in my opinion. Yeah. With Tony Parker, Ginobili, and him like they they uh, definitely had. My next one is Larry B. Larry Buckets. Nice. They just once again not a not a break your ankles guy. Talked a whole lot of trash. I talk a whole lot of trash. He's a shooter. I'm a shooter. Uh, I believe I believe he's. A he I, he might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, hey, he also owns, or he's the GM of the uh, the Pacers. He's the, yeah, he's the owner of the Pacers. Yes. Yeah, so that that's um, a little connection for you there. Um, Sam is he, googling if Larry Bird is left-handed. Yes. Oh no! This is why I lie. I forgot about this. That he <laughs> he played with his left hand and dropped forty-seven points with his left hand because he hurt his right hand. Oh, it's like he just kept playing through the injury, but he just switched hands. Yep, and um. Like just the the I don't even remember who the player was. It's like Dominique Wilkins or something. It's like his first game and he has to play Larry Bird and Bird's like, I'm gonna drop fifty on you. Or like when you I've done this when we're playing before. I'll tell the defender what I'm gonna do before I hit the shot because <laughs> Larry Bird used to do that. And coming out of timeout, he'd be like, I'm gonna cross over and pull up from the pull up for a mid range jam and hit it on your head in your mouth. And I'll and I'll do that when we're playing on Wednesday nights. That's uh, funny. It's funny because that's my dad's favorite player too. So that's who I grew up watching, like the Larry Bird, like VHS tapes on how to get buckets. And when my dad finally met him, he's a jerk. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. That's the worst, dude. That's yeah. the worst. And my last guy is Kevin Durant. Just okay. because I don't even know. I don't care that people think he's a snake. He gets buckets. He's cold-blooded. He talks a lot of smack. I just think he you can't talk a lot of smack and care what people say. Yes. You I, you have to be one or the other. You can't he's like he's like I care about what people think, but I'm going to say talk trash and if they want to get mad like whatever. And I'm like, "No, like you got to be like I'm going to talk trash and like I don't really okay. care." Yeah, I know. That's and, so that burner thing is never going to get out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but the me play like and just like Tough shots, high release. Oh plan, yeah, yeah. Super long guy. I, I thought I thought he was really gonna get. I thought Blake Griffin. Uh, or were they in the same draft? Yeah, they were. Kevin yes. Durant and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin were. I thought Blake Griffin was gonna be better than him. I think Blake Griffin's had a really really great career. I think. Oh, I think but, that. Uh, like Kevin I, Durant is head and shoulders better. Than yes, him. and that's what's crazy is like, if you look at that draft class, it's probably like nothing <laughs> after Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin. Like I think that. Like, it's going to be a bunch of normal players. But one thing I wanted to also talk about was who you think – we don't have to go through all of them, but gun to your head, who's the best player in the NBA right now? Best player, not MVP. Best player. Mm. <sighs> I have, like, a hot take one. <laughs> I think that um, – Gosh, that's really tough. That is tough. I think Giannis is the best player in the league. You think Giannis Quiet. is? Quiet. He talks, he talks, but he's not like – he doesn't talk smack. He's all, He keeps it on the court. Chill dude. Like not even from America. Like but comes in super respectful to everybody. Like honors the greats. He started off scrawny and tiny. Now he's huge. He's developing a little bit of a jump shot. He's if he develops a jump shot, there's no player that's better than him for and the that, next 15 years. And that's why I'm – I can't agree that he's the best player because he does have that liability in his game. Um, and I've just got to go with LeBron until he says differently, until yeah. I see a drop-off, until I see a Tom Brady completing 50% of his passes, like uh, until yeah. LeBron's no longer chasing down people to block them. And, like, I mean, I just – Mike Breen just yelled in my ear, Blocked by James because it, it will never yeah. go away. No, I just feel I like LeBron. That, I, like it's just like I love Giannis's game, but he just has to. He has to get that jumper sooner rather than later yeah. because, like, otherwise it's just physically gifted. You know, yeah, he's just physically true. gifted. Like I think like LeBron is physically gifted, but like he's pretty normal when it comes to NBA side. Like he's pretty like there are a lot of players that are probably yeah. matches height and weight. But also this this draft class was loaded. 
Oh, it was? Was I wrong? Which year? Al Hor- this is Kevin Durant's. It was uh, – oh, they were different draft classes. Oh, they were. See, Durant, I thought he was with, like, Odin. Why, why he, he was. Oh, okay. It was Odin, then Durant. But then it was Horford, Conley, Jeff Green was in there, Corey Brewer. See, a Joe bunch of – bunch. yeah, just a bunch of, like, uh, mid-level players. Like, a bunch of, like, on. give me a 12-year career but not, uh, not be amazing. Wilson Chandler. So what year was uh, – who was Blake Griffin then? Was it – I have no idea. Let me look. I thought it was back and forth. Oh, he was 2010. What was that, 29? Or 2009? Yeah. Or no, he was – yeah, 2009 draft. But that was uh, – oh, this this is like the loaded club. Yeah, James Harden, Ricky Rubio. Oh, it was him and Steph. That was when Harden yeah, was there, yeah. Steph Curry, um, DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, Jeff Teague. Oh, no, I clicked on the wrong thing. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking of Durant's draft class where it was just like a bunch of like, okay, yeah, good yeah. role players. But no, yeah. like, it Aside was him and Odin, and Odin was a miss. Fun fact, like, Mark Gasol was also in that draft class, the uh, Kevin Durant's draft class. Oh, yeah. And he was Some like the, the 50th pick. And that was one of those like hidden gems of oh, – he shouldn't have been hidden. His brother was freaking good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, one of those hidden gems. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I like that. Uh, who Right now, who's your MVP for this year? Luca. Yep, He's I'll balling. agree with you on that one, Luca. Um, I don't, I don't know if he'll get it just because of his age, but he's got to like somebody started a checklist today. He's got to check off these five things to win MVP, and it was like he punked LeBron the other night or something. Now he's got to punk Giannis, and then he's got to like have two amazing moments. And I think he's gonna have those. Like Jokic has had his two moments. If he had those two moments last year, Probably. he would have won him. Like yeah. he would have been close because he's hit two game winners back star, to back. You would have star factor too. Yeah, you could have a couple moments that, like when he when he had that stick that like thirty footer against LeBron the other day. That's a moment. Yeah, like, yeah. that's like something that's, that people yeah. remember. And so I think that like if if Jokic would have did that last year. His two game winners that he had back to back this year, yeah. uh, he would have won MVP. He would have been instead of one and one, one A and one B, and then number three. One a, it was a, like one C. Yeah, that he would have been right there in the conversation. Yeah. Um. So Luca, Sorry. that's what he needs to do. Have those two big time moments, and he's got to take the. He's got to take. He's got to have home. I think he's got to have. Uh, he's got to be like three, four, five, six. In the yeah. playoffs, yeah, I don't think you can miss the playoffs and and get it. He's got to be a he's got to be he's got to be over achieve and get the third fourth seed, or he's got to get the fifth sixth seed. But he's got to be yeah. close to having home court. So I actually think they're fourth seed right now. Yeah, I wouldn't they doubt are it. Are the fourth seed? Yeah, I was right behind y'all. The Nuggets are third, but they've yeah, only played like eighteen played, games. Yeah, y'all yeah. Played much. Everybody's playing games. like twenty one or twenty two. We played yeah. eighteen, so we're gonna have a stacked and thing around All Star break. But. Yep. So. There it is. I like this, Sam. We got some players are out of the way. And uh, we did. I just like talking basketball. I know. I like you can to... come watch basketball because I actually have basketball practice in right. 10 minutes. Now, okay. <laughs> so we're going to end this. Thanks for tuning in. This one's about basketball. Yes. If you like the basketball ones, we'll keep them going. We got some other kids we can do it with, and we can do some other topics around it. Um, but yeah, go to practice right now. Yes. Bye. Bye.